Welcome to the American Made and Paid Show, the home of free speech and independent thought. The big story is freedom of speech is really in trouble. The far left knows that at any time they can call for a sponsor boycott of anyone they despise. It is right here, right now, where you'll get your weekly dose of unfiltered truth. It's non-negotiable. Pre-existing conditions will be protected. This president has said this as a candidate. Insight. Very few people I know could have handled it. We can never, ever let this happen to another president again. An information that challenges the American way of life. Welcome everybody to the American Maiden Page Show. Zach here back with my co-host. If you guys haven't left us an iTunes review, please go on iTunes and leave us a review. I know I keep saying that, but some of y'all, you know, who listen to this pretty regularly, I have a feeling have not done so yet. Thank you guys for giving us a, a solid 4.7 and making the American Maiden Page Show part of your uh, so-called listening diet here. I know we have a tendency to ramble and change things up, but um, yeah, I thought we'd keep it a little bit lighthearted and playful today since it's midweek. I'm feeling a little gross for some reason today. I don't know what it is. I'm kind of tired <laughs> drinking an energy drink. But uh, let's talk a little bit about what you were bringing up prior to us starting this off. You want to talk a little bit more about the – well, we don't have to talk about the Joker movie, but we can talk about how that sort of aspect of counterculture is very evident in our youth. And I think that – I wouldn't say it's controversial, right? But I think the reason why there's been a little bit of polarity regarding this recent release – uh, is because people are afraid that it's going to sort of advocate for mentally deranged people and have them resort to violence and killing people. But why do people like this so much? Like, why people? Why why is it so polarizing? Why does this? Why does uh, an origin <laughs> story like this or this character, I guess, manifest as as a, a type of person we should be sympathetic towards? Well. Okay, so we have spoken about this before, and uh, I guess it's worth going over again. Um, the, you know, left-right pendulum, right? So um, what is the left? The left will always be total control by the government. Uh-huh. And, you know... The government would be social services, police officers, judges, mm-hmm. whoever. They're all on the left. Doesn't matter uh, what are you, you know. Uh, what you what do you think about these political people? Doesn't matter. They are all on the left. That's you know. I like uh, Thomas um, Clarence Thomas as a judge. I like him, but unfortunately, he's a judge. Therefore, he's on the left. Why? Because he's a government employee. He's even if he's a, conservative, even though he's conservative, doesn't yeah. matter. He is still on the left. And because uh, we're trying to explain counterculture here now, <laughs> right? So why yeah. is counterculture? So Ted Cruz, he's a senator, and although he's a senator, a conservative, uh, a very cons- in theory, a very conservative, uh, progressive Republican is what I call him. Yeah, but he's still on the left. On the left. Uh, who's the most conservative person you would think? Rand Paul's another one. He's a libertarian. Um, he's uh, supporting Trump and what he did against the Kurds. 
he's still on the left. He's part of the government. He's telling us what to do. So who's on the right? Said this before, and they're the anarchists. That's the far right. You know, we talked about I, this in our very first episode, actually. The whole political exactly. spectrum. Exactly. <laughs> okay. And how? What does this have to do with the with the Joker and like these movies or even the character itself? We don't have to talk about the movie because I actually haven't seen it. You know. Yeah, yeah. We'll just we only yeah we'll only talk about the character, the joke, okay. uh, character Joker, blah 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 blah, because it's 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 quite important. Uh, because in theory, like now I'm, I'm hoping people are going to follow what I'm saying. So remember, it doesn't matter. Nancy Pelosi or Kamala Harris, Ted Cruz, Mike Lee, doesn't matter. They're all sitting on the left. Mm -hmm. And if you look at today's politics, it doesn't matter what happens when they are in charge do we have any special rights? Do we have to pay the government this or that? You know, it, it's the rules still change. It doesn't matter who's the president, how we are treated as people doesn't change by the government, right? The mm -hmm. government doesn't care who's in charge. We, we still got to pay our taxes. We still have to pay our parking fines. We still have to pay money to access the courts. So like uh, when I leave today, we're going to have to go to court and pay money for something that we paid money already to do. doesn't matter who it is. So the government will always be on the left. The left represents people taking away your rights, you know, for quote unquote security that you can't provide <laughs> by yourself. <laughs> that's what they believe the government honestly believes that yeah and 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 we said it before on the show do we need government yeah we do and but we honestly believe it should be extremely limited uh to the point to almost non-existence but mm -hmm. we do need it to regulate money currency uh, you know protect us from an invading you know russia <laughs> or china whoever uh, but now let's look at the the right. The right we believe is no government. Right. Well, complete and, uh, right. This is like right without even the aspect of protecting people's God-given rights, you know? Yeah. See, but that's the point. See, now, in true Christianity, we believe that, yeah, we don't need a government. Why? Because we are all sovereign people. God is a sovereign being. You know, he, he's... You know, he created everything, and because he created everything, obviously he's sovereign, and he made us in his image, and he made made us with the soul, da 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 da, da to make us sovereign mm -hmm. out of the control of governments or kings or whatever. But he wants us to work together, but he doesn't want us controlled. He wants us to keep our sovereignty. That's that's one of the key principles. <laughs> that somehow isn't taught in churches <laughs> and which leads to why villains like the joker is loved because who is who is joker what is joker who is he he's the guy he's batman's arch you know rival not enemy they're rivals because mm -hmm. batman is a vid Delante who works outside of the government himself. Outside of the he's government. A, right. Yeah. He's an anarchist. 
He, Batman is an anarchist. And so is Joker. The difference is Batman has tons of money. Joker, eh, maybe he has tons of money. Maybe he doesn't. But they just do things differently because they both sit on the right of anarchy. But they just have different opinions of what's going on. And, and, and that's why it's like they call it the Dark Knight, you know, because is Batman really moral? I mean, who knows? Oh, it's, it's anti-hero. That's what it is. Yeah, well, but what's if he's an anti-hero, that makes him a villain, <laughs> right? And it's the same thing with, uh, with Joker. These guys, are, depending on your point of view, who's the good guy and who's the bad guy? I forgot, but there was a movie that says something. Um, I think, it, no, it was, you know, was it Inception? I don't know. It's something like if you, um, something about if you're a hero long enough, you'll. Oh, that's oh, the Dark Knight. That is Batman. Yeah, that was in Dark Same Star. director, yeah, though. Same director. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Christopher, yeah. yeah he, I'm telling you, he's good. I love Christopher Nolan's movies. I really do. Uh, they're really good because they always have that struggle. And uh, so anyway, so that's happening now. Why do people love Joker? Because, you know, one, because he's godless and this is a godless society. But he represents a very perverted way of looking at, you know, being sovereign. If if you ever noticed in, in all of the Dark Knight movies with Christopher Nolan, the bad guys are always telling everybody be sovereign be sovereign be your own thing be your own thing yeah it's yeah. not it's not too radically far off from uh actually from uh conservatism right except that it's conservatism without any of god's values or morals yep that's really all it is no but see, but that's the point mm-hmm. these movies do well because everybody is dying to be sovereign their own person they really do. They really want to be their own person, but they don't know how. They are totally dependent on the government, on, you know, people have a bad day when they run over a pothole and they go, oh, why can't they fix it? Because <laughs> you don't know how to. That's why. Right. You know what I mean? And, and, um, and then it goes on to the next point. Uh, and that next point, there's no point. We're just freestyling today. But think about this. What would Joker do <laughs> in the blackouts that happened the other day? Two days ago, there was a blackout. Uh, PG&E shut off the electricity for like tons of homes in the Bay Area. Uh-huh. In the, you know, San Francisco, Fremont, whatever. And all those people with solar panels had no power. <laughs> I'll tell you what he would have done. I'll tell you what he would have done. He probably would have seized control of all that and then made people pay him money to get it turned back on. Yeah, or or just burn it down <laughs> and, just, and just destroy the whole solar or, panel system. Learn, learn to do without is, is kind of the idea here. Well, but think about this. Weren't we sold a bill of goods with solar panel, solar energy? Because it happened to Nevada. People didn't believe me when I said this. I said Nevada got totally screwed. How so? And that was, well, okay. So everybody 
bought solar panels in Nevada, thinking mm-hmm. that they were going to have uh, individualized uh, electricity. Right. But then the government forced everybody to use solar panel and put them on the grid. Mm-hmm. And they were using solar panels to power Southern California as well. <laughs> <laughs> and guess what? It cost the government $0 to build that infrastructure. And that's what's happening now in California. California, the solar, you know, if you have solar panels on your roof, mm-hmm. it doesn't power just your house. The, that energy is sent to PG&E's or Southern Ederson, but it, let's just focus on Northern California uh, because I know, I, don't, I, I think it's called Edison in LA. Edison uh-huh. Power. Um, I forget. But they do know Southern Cal. But anyway, so, but people with, with solar panels, they are not powering their own home. I mean, they are, but they also powered their neighbor's house without solar panels or, you know, the local hospital or whoever. Mm-hmm. It goes to the grid and PG&E gets that. So guess what? You spent, I don't know how much, but let's say 45,000 bucks <laughs> on your solar panels, right? You spent a boatload of money mm-hmm. and somehow, some way, PG&E gets to keep it. Money that you spent to build your own electrical quote unquote grid for your house that's supposed to be private is now going to a public utility. Mm-hmm. How is that even remotely fair? Well, because that's just how it is. It's like they they control the infrastructure. So even if it's your own and you're paying for your own electricity and you're producing it's a form of taxation if you think about it. That's really what it is. But, but that's the point. So who's, what would Batman do? Batman would be like, yeah, you got to go with it. Well, what would Joker do? <laughs> Joker would probably do something in theory or Bane. Bane would do something. All of these villains in Batman really just anti-government people. They're very, very conservative, anarchistic. Yeah. It, well, is that because uh, uh, I want to say conservatism would be like Christianity. But, yeah, you're right. You're right. But this is this is farther right. This but, is but this is anarchist. So it, it's so in theory, in traditional ways of looking at it, anarchists are conservative, but they're very bad people. You know, anarchists. You know, they they you know they're gonna hurt you. You know, they're going to hurt other people. They're violent people. They're, you know, they're going to blow things up and, and, and whatever. And uh, because, you know, they have no respect for life, you, you know, most anarchists. And, you know, a lot of them tend to be atheists because when you're an atheist, you honestly don't have respect for other life. Mm-hmm. Uh, so far as, because a lot of anarchists like Anne Rand would be one of them. And, you know, and, and her philosophies are still solid. It's just that she's naive, you know, with her thinking because, you know, she goes, look, it's, if you're an atheist, 
uh, and you want to be successful, it serves you well to treat people well, because if you treat other people well, they're going to treat you well. And that's basically what you want. You don't need God or anything like that to have that belief system. And it's true. But the, but the thing is like this, what Anne Rand didn't put in her theory was human nature. Mm-hmm. If you're a strong dude, like a caveman type, um, come on, you're going to just take it. Why? Because you know, no one can hurt you physically. <laughs> and that's, and that's pretty much what you want to avoid is physical pain. So if you're a bigger dude, you don't need to treat people well. Why? Because everyone fears you. Right. So, and that's what happens if, if there's no, you know, God, there's no, uh, you know, Christianity or, or some sort of religion to, to balance like moral ethics, you know, to stop, you know, the big giant people from being really, you know, bad anyway. So, um, moving on mm-hmm. the, the, um, that solar energy thing is really typical and how the government works and we just allow it. Now what I, so many people are affected by this. Why do we have to have solar panels mandated? Solar panels are not cheap. If you Google how much, you know, how much. They're very, well, we talked about this now. You don't really get your return on investment. You know, they really take a lot out of you. And uh, it's just, uh, I mean, it really is something that I guess is the illusion of people buying to the novelty of it. We've talked about how it's, you buy solar panels, not because you want to save on power or you want to uh, reduce your electric bill. It's not because of that. You're buying into the politics of it. You're buying into your political beliefs of what you call green energy, harvesting clean energy. That's really all it is. Because a solar panel by default for clean energy, and if it's like limitless and it's from the sun, well, shouldn't that mean that it's cheaper? Shouldn't that mean that it's affordable for people? And it's not, it's not. Well, here's the thing. It's really all solar energy is is learning how to harness radiation. <laughs> That's all it is. It's, yeah. <laughs> but 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 here's the point. I want people to really think about this. What do we do? What has anybody done? What has anybody done? to fight for the individual person about the scam of solar energy. If I am to do uh, anything with property, Mm -hmm. I'm going to have my own solar energy, but I want it so I could be free from the government. Right. I don't want government regulations with my energy. I want to be self-sufficient. I want to provide my own energy. Why can't I do that? Mm Mm-hmm. Not only will I save myself money, but in theory, I'm helping the environment. I'm not polluting because it's clean energy. It's renewable energy, whatever. Mm -hmm. So I could totally buy into that if I could be self-sufficient and sovereign while doing so. And that's the point. The government won't allow us to be sovereign from the government 
when they're mandating us to pay out of our own pocket to, in theory, look like we're sovereign people, Mm -hmm. but we're not. Think about that. When the blackouts happened, who wasn't blacked out? The government buildings. <laughs> right. Everybody else's wars except that. So how does this tie in back to the anti-hero and, and anarchists and everything? Because everybody fantasizes about doing something. But uh-huh. we don't. But these characters like Joker or, or Batman, usually Batman and, and Joker, because everybody else, like other superheroes, are just ridiculous. Well, because they know? have superpowers. The reason why people don't connect with those kinds of heroes is because, well, Superman is like, no one's ever going to be Superman. It just doesn't happen. But Batman, somebody could be Batman because it's just yeah. a regular guy. You know, he's not, mm-hmm. he's not, he hasn't been exposed to radiation or been bitten by a bug or cosmic rays or came from another planet. You know, that's why it's relatable. That's why people <laughs> love it so much. Really, that's what it comes down to. So how does this tie into... Yeah, but think about this. Now you look at Iron Man. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. Because Iron Man is Marvel's Batman. And nobody really cares about it. I mean, they love the movies. But on a psychological level, why do people gravitate towards Batman and his villains like Joker, the Riddler, Penguin, whatever? Right. And not so much Iron Man, who's just like Batman and actually does better in the box office. Mm-hmm. And it goes back to what's happening in our society today, what has always happened. One of the biggest things about Batman and Gotham City, I mean, hell, there's even a a show called Gotham. And what's the big underlying message in Gotham? That the city is corrupt. The mobs, you know, there's like like six mob bosses in Gotham, you know, like the Italians, Russians, blacks, you know, every group, (laughs) <laughs> some kind of you know mafia type and and the super villain are all like you know just pretty much gang leaders mm-hmm. and the other big thing about gotham is everybody's corrupt and that's the whole thing about gotham the politicians are corrupt the judges are corrupt the police are corrupt everybody's corrupt right and <laughs> when everybody's corrupt Who's going to save, you know, Gotham City? Is it Batman? Is it Joker? Is it, you know, whoever? And that's the thing. That's why people love that Joker. That's why people love that Batman. Mm -hmm. Because it really does mirror what's happening. Everybody feels powerless against the government and all the government cronies. Because as much as... You got to look at Antifa. Why is Antifa so big and popular? Why do people gravitate, especially the soy boys? <laughs> right? That's what you call them. I don't even know what soy boy is, but, but it sounds funny. <laughs> but those soy boys, why do they join Antifa? Because it gives them power. In theory, I mean, they honestly don't do anything. They don't change anything. But they're disrupting a system temporarily. When they have, when Antifa does those 
what are, what are they called? Uh, uh, not rallies, protests. Mm-hmm. When they have protests, what are they doing? They're Fighting? disrupting. Yeah, disrupting well, they're disrupting the <clears throat> temporarily. Like in theory, like if I was an um, if I was a super villain, like Joker or whoever, mm-hmm. I would use Antifa. Why? Um, well, I wouldn't use them. But if I'm going to rob a bank, I would wait when Antifa does one of those uh, protests and all the cops are are doing their thing. That's the time to rob a bank. Or go rob something, or or or, or do something. Um, wait, hold on. Technical difficulties. There you go. Um, anyway, so but seriously, <laughs> what was that? When, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, uh, counselor needed some papers. So <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, go ahead. What what's that saying? called? The um, yeah, the printer <laughs> ran out of paper. So, <laughs> but anyway, doesn't doesn't Antifa always remind you also in a weird way? of those um the minions kind of like clowns yeah from from a despicable me (laughs) yeah yeah but not just that but also clowns like the joker has clown mask wearing thugs the henchmen the henchmen yeah (laughs) well see but that's the point antifa literally like and this is why i could never get behind groups like antifa or 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 bam by any means necessary because they want to be disrupting only to give the government more power. That's right. the solution. So the solution for Antifa would be give the people less power and give more power to the government. Make the government take away money from rich people, <laughs> which is why like, they are so idiotic. It's funny. But, uh, but that's why Joker's so liked. Because if you look at Joker... Uh, in, in the Dark Knight trilogy, you know, yeah. Heath Ledger's character, that's what he did. Heath Ledger uh, took all the money from the from all those, remember the mobs? Yeah, the mobs. Burnt all the cash. Burnt all the cash and, <laughs> you know, yeah. he took all the money. Well, I, I don't know what he did with the money, but but either he burnt it all down or whatever. But that's what and all those Antifa people like. They like when rich people are broke and in mm, theory that's interesting yeah that would end the corruption of the or not just corruption but you know the mob now is broke they they, they no longer have influence because they lost all their money joker burnt it all down <laughs> <laughs> but that's in theory but 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 on top of all that you know, and that's what Antifa dreams about. They dream about burning Bill Gates' money. That's what they do. They dream mm. about burning uh, William Buffett's money or, or Jeff Bezos. Look at what, what AOC did. Yeah, prevented them from creating more jobs. In the, yeah, in and remember year. yesterday we were talking about how <clears throat> I like Bill Gates. Mm. You know, because I don't think it's Bill Gates' job to be charitable, but he gets other people to be charitable while he's paying people to work. Mm-hmm. which is very Christian, getting everybody to work, work hard, pay for yourself, but he's still charitable. Right. And, and that's, the, that's why I like Bill Gates. I don't know if he's a Christian or not, but he has, I think he mastered Christian philosophy. <laughs> <laughs> and, it's, and, and, it's, and it's from, uh, speaking from personal experience, I met the dude once. Yeah. You know, and not just, you know, for five minutes. 
you know, we had a lengthy conversation because I had to, um, you know, do his thing, you know, like his, he was doing some kind of fundraiser thing and it was a surprise. Mm -hmm. Uh, so it was, took some coordination. So I got to talk to him for a bit brain and, and understand why he was doing what he was doing. But it's true. Like it's, he didn't say this, but I understood from what he was saying, how, what I took away from the conversation was it's not his job to him personally save the world, mm-hmm. give his billions to help the unfortunate. It's not, it's his job to get everybody to work and get them as much money from working. You know what I mean? So it, it's, um, that is how work should be done. Like, you know, it's, it's, it's rewards based or whatever. Faith isn't like that. Right. But somehow, some way people think religion should be like work. <laughs> like, because if you work hard, you're rewarded by more money or promotion or whatever. That's how work mm-hmm. works or employment. That's how, that's the function of, of, of um, employment. But religion is not. It should be, you believe, that's it. That's it. Mm-hmm. You have a, a faith, it's unshakable, that is it. But anyway, so going back to uh, this Joker thing and Batman, why do people love these characters? It's because they are powerless. Nobody ever thinks like, hey, I'm going to be helpful. I'm going to challenge the government. by I don't have... I got to become rich so I could influence the government. That's what, that's a major goal for a lot of people. I'm going to get rich and buy politicians and blah, blah, blah. And in theory, that should be wrong. Yeah. And I'm going to make, I'm going to make my case pretty soon, but that is why I believe that we need more true, honest to God, Christian politicians. But see, here's the thing that I become more and more disenfranchised with. It's Mm -hmm. hard to be a true conservative Christian by biblical standards and be in politics, at least mainstream politics, unless just a bunch of Christians just all went into politics together. And, and, you know, but even that, man, like that kind of power is carnal. It can change people. Yeah, but you don't. It's just like the guys who wrote the Constitution. They didn't do it for the power. They did it to limit the powers. Speaking of, you know, people in the running for 2020, we got to talk about that in future episodes because there's just a lot of... Uh, <laughs> I know, man. <laughs> I, mean, I, I know some, some of these people that are just like, I'm not a fan. And, you know, there's Laura Loomer who's running in Florida. She's that, you know, a bit of that sort of a contrarian, mm-hmm. you know, and... Uh, you know she's kind of like one she was a she's a journalist that polarizes right but she's kind of a right-wing sjw and it's just like even people who are conservative right unfortunately this is my problem even with politics they think oh you're so well-spoken you're so young you have hope for america you should run for office no do you have solutions do you have values who cares dude a lot of these conservatives are progressive not just hear yourself that's why Christians need to run because if not, we're going to get a whole bunch of people that make Joker or Batman are real heroes. Like seriously, people, because I mean, look, this new Joker movie, why were people against the Joker movie? 
oh, because all these mass shootings are going to happen. What's never happened, like the one in Colorado, that was a mentally ill dude. Yeah. And he wasn't even inspired by the Joker. I know, but it's just, you know, again, it's optics, right? So people associate the exactly. two and they're like, oh my gosh, it's going to lead to killings. And people, that's, that's what happens with a lot of low IQ individuals, which happens to be a lot of people who can't think for themselves. No, but it happens to be a vast majority of I them. know, that's what sucks. And, no, but that's my, and that's yeah, why. I feel like when I think this way, I'm like, how come the rest of the world doesn't see it the way I do? It's common sense, right? Well, but, but it's I, I'm but telling it's, that Bible's complicated because... The Bible is only complicated when you don't have Christ. Once you do, you understand it. That's yeah. why I tell people, that's why you got to have faith first. Because when you accepted Christ and you started reading through it, it was almost like every word started to make sense now. And before it was just in one year and out the other. It was like, man, that was complicated. Now it's like, wait a minute. Now you have little awakenings, right? I share you that yeah. story and I show you this and you're like, wait, that makes a perfect sense. Yes. That's how it's supposed to be. What, what I meant was the complicated part was the loving yourself part. Because it really is because people struggle with loving themselves. That's, that's a complicated thing to do because you always feel bad for what you've done. On the, like the guilt, feeling guilty or feeling bad for things you've done eats away at you. <laughs> Even if you're not a Christian, well, I would think that most people feel bad for what they've done. But at the same time, I think that's why people like Joker as well, because he seems to never, I mean, I didn't see the new movie, but in The Dark Knight, Joker never feels bad for what he's done. You know, he killed this guy, killed that guy, yeah. and he laughs about it, or he's like, ah, this is funny, or you know what I mean? He, he And I think a lot of these people who watch these movies, they like how he never feels guilty because he's justifying his own actions. And that's the thing. These people do not ever want to feel guilt, which is because I'm telling you, it sucks to feel bad about things you've done. Oh my God. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you look at somebody, it's like, oh man, I feel so, and then I got to avoid that person because I feel so guilty. But see, <laughs> you know before, I mean? before that, you know, when people don't have the Holy Ghost and before that people, you don't feel guilty about these things. That's the problem is, you know, we were looking at that verse and it's like, we're all dead inside until. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's true. <laughs> I like that dead inside. No, but it's the truth. It is, the truth. and that's why it's it's kind of scary. Like every everybody, like you can look at somebody's eyes, like God, they're dead inside. But you know, <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's like you know what I mean. Like you could, like you know, when I go to the court today, I'm gonna yeah. walk through. I'm gonna look at those cops. I'm like, you're dead inside. You're dead. You know, like you could see. Sometimes you can see it in their eyes. Yeah, no, but you could see who's dead and who's not. <laughs> that's what's really insane it's like man that's crazy but then some people you can tell that they're like oh man you know what i mean and then not that you want to make alliances with those people but i but that's the thing like when you really break down uh, the joker character or the batman character they're both the same they're both on the right they are both anarchists they are mm -hmm. extreme far this is what happens with extreme far right people 
Joker and Batman, far right. They but you know what makes people like that? And it's also kind of somewhat related to conservatism and Christianity, but not really. Well, I was going to say the lack of Jesus. The two of those, well, no, not that. But that only happens when you either A, lose everything, or B, you surrender everything. As in give everything up. Yeah. Whether it's for Christ or for a cause or whatnot. Because that's the thing. That's what causes people to change in polarizing ways one way or another. You know, like that's the funny thing is we're not human doings. We're human beings. And to be means one or the other, right? And that's that's yeah. the, that's that's the interesting thing too. I know we're starting to get a little too philosophical, but back to it. That's an inter- that's a good take because it's it is far right ideology. But I don't think people need to freak out whenever they hear the terms far right or far left. They just need to understand the level of government intervention. Really, I mean, and I think that we defined that. That was episode one, literally was defining the political spectrum. And it's still funny because I'll get into conversations with people and they'll think fascism is on the right and all that stuff because of skewed beliefs and all that. I mean, and and, and it's it's just, it it really is that simple. It's just more government, less government, you know, more of the people's, and you you don't want a complete democracy because mob rule is not the way to go too. I mean, Mob rule is what certain cultures have and want, like Jews and all that. And I mean, yeah, Muslims mob have rule, it. Yeah, and well, mob Muslims rule. Muslims is a perfect example of a mob rule. <laughs> right. And mob rule, mob rule, I've said this before. So for the listeners who are listening, mob rule is a, an example of incriminating people who are innocent without a fair trial. That's what mob rule is. That's why when, you know, Jesus was brought before the Roman governor and the guy said, hey, there's nothing wrong with this guy. Like, there's, you know, there's no fault in him. And they were like, no, you got to kill him anyways. Well, shoot. That's no, where democracy... mob rule also does not allow for any sovereignty, any individuality. So yeah. if the mob, like in... It's all collectivism is what it yeah, is. Yeah, but like in is- uh, not Israel... And... In Iran or Iran, uh, so in uh, Iran, trust me, if you're gay in Iran, the mob will kill you. Why? Because mob rule, that's how it works. But that's just how it is. In a mob society, if you have a weird disease like a really violent flu, they'll kill you. Why? Because the majority does not want to get sick. So, you know, if they don't know anybody, it's like, what's that weird disease? Kill them before it spreads. And that's what happens with the mob rule. Seriously, that's how bad it is. And that's why this country is so unique, because we were the ones to end mob rule. Mm-hmm. Before mob rule was how it was in every single society on this planet. It's always been that way. Mm-hmm. The mob always ruled. And then in this country, it wasn't like that at all. It was the opposite. It, you know, individuality, sovereignty, da-da-da-da-da. That was from our very beginnings. And, uh, and I think they got it right because that's exactly how it was in the Bible. And it literally said that. Well, not literally, but you can understand that, that when we were made, we were made to be sovereign. Not with this whole collective mind mob role Antifa, you know, way of living. Mm-hmm. But again, when you feel powerless, you want to join a mob. 
And that's the, <laughs> but, but it's the truth, but that's what powerless people do. But, and that, but they gravitate to a leader and Joker is that leader. You know, he, he's like an individual. He rises to be a voice for the powerless. Same thing with Batman. But, you know, Batman is somebody that the rich can aspire to. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like a lot of people say that if I win the lottery, I'm going to be Batman. <laughs> you know? I mean, how many people, I mean, have you ever met anybody that said they would like to be Batman if they became rich? <laughs> no, but I've actually known a couple of dudes have said that. They go, oh, I, you know, I'd do this and that. I'd be Batman. Um, uh, you know, so, uh, ah, anyway, so, um, <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, oh my, cause I, I think I was supposed to go to the city hall today. I for, totally forgot. <laughs> no, because somebody just called. I'm thinking crap Rooney, but anyway, it's neither here nor there. Um, because we're supposed to go get that thing today. Oh my God. But anyway, so that's neither here nor there. But the, the thing is, when you really look at the case study of Joker, the case study of Batman and how it really is today, mm -hmm. and you look at how weak those people are, just look at how weak the, those people are. Like, because, you know, like, if you look at all those nerds who read comic books and da 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 da, and, uh, and why? Because like, because like, I used to love comic books too, but you know what I mean. And and it was always because like there was like, uh, like one of the comic books. One of my favorite comic books was uh, Superboy and the Legion of mm -hmm. uh, Superheroes. And uh, one of the kids was Cosmic Lad, and or yeah, Cosmic Lad. And what his power was was he was able to turn energy into matter. Oh man! You know what I mean? Yeah, that was his thing. Kind of like, like uh, what's that X Men's name? Gambit. It's like potential in the kinetic oh, yeah, energy. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, well, see, but Gambit he uses uh, energy. He could put energy into objects. Oh, and into objects. Yeah. So, but, but the thing is, but you know, now that I know, but that's what Jesus was able to do, which is kind of <laughs> weird. No, but it's kind of a weird thing. Like that was a biblical uh, uh -huh. character. Uh, cause Jesus was able to turn real energy into matter, you know, just boom, 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 boom. You know what I mean? And, and so anyway, and that's, that's, um, and obviously that can be done, but we just don't know how to, I mean, we kind of know how to do it, uh, you know, with radios and TVs and things like that. We could actually turn energy into real matter, uh, something that we could, you know, process through our brain. But anyway, so that was one of my favorite things, but that was the thing. Like a lot of these kids who like these comic books, it's really because they don't really have a solid understanding of like the. Well, I liked it growing up. I mean, I was into that stuff when I was. Uh... Yeah, it's a fantasy. <laughs> it, it, but it really is. It's a fantasy of these godlike type people, you know, because nobody ever teaches that, you know, hey, look, Jesus did the same thing. Maybe not in the fantastic way of, of uh, the way they do it in comic books, but you know, like, why do people love Superman? You know, like, and in and, and, and the Superman movie, it said false God uh, on, on, on his chest. Um, mm -hmm. 
you know, which was well, well, Zack Snyder's no Christopher Nolan, <laughs> but <laughs> but he was trying to make that inference that you know people do worship these heroes, yeah, you know, like hero worship as they call it. Uh, I was I was also reading something interesting and kind of reminded me here about like people always uh, a common curiosity in the Christian belief is like why isn't there aren't any more uh, inferences to things that are similar to that, right? Supernatural beings like angels and demons or whatnot. Angels in particular. Like there's always people that are curious about that. And I think that the reason why God might have not emphasized uh, angels as much is because they're divine beings, you know, that are, they're like beautiful beings. And apparently like it was so we wouldn't revere angels as false gods. We would revere only God himself. And the funny thing is when an angel appeared to John, one of Jesus's disciples, guy even fell flat on his face and like praised the angel and the angel even said no don't praise me i'm the servant of the most high just like you and i think that that's the reason why when we ask certain questions like why aren't there more like angels that are emphasizing everything it's because those are super powerful beings like they are they exist among this earth they save people without you knowing it that type of stuff but i think that that's the reason why is because we're only meant to revere one true god not yeah he's but see but that's the point we don't get into all of the technical stuff in the Old Testament. Because I, th- like, I think that that's a good thing because it gets revealed to you later. Well, no, no, I know, no, I know it's good. But what I'm saying is that's why comic books are so popular yeah. because we, you know, just how we are as humans, we, I don't want to say lust, but we really love technology. <laughs> You know what I mean? That we do. We we like how fast cars go. We like how fast planes go, boats go. You know how fast the internet is. You know, oh my God! I you know sixteen you know bits. That's it. It's so slow. But you know, we always want better technology, better this, better that, better this, better that. And my thing is like this: I believe if if we, you know, kind of got more into the technical aspect of the Bible we would have less of this hero worship and more getting down to solutions and and understanding our own sovereignty because that's a big problem. We don't understand what to do with our sovereignty. We really don't. We surrender it to the government with no questions asked. As long as they say what we want to hear, Uh we just jump on it. You know, like Laura Loomer. <laughs> Why is she gonna be a politician? Seriously, I never liked her. I mean, because you know, who do I like? You know, blah 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 blah. You know, I like Thomas Sowell. Yeah. Because Thomas Sowell has always said, he's like, look, I'm a statistician. I just I do the studies, I come up with the stats, and that way the policymakers are the ones who's I'm hoping study what I'm, you know, what the information I bring to them and they, they could create policies that will help based on actual studies. Mm-hmm. He goes, but I'm not a policymaker. And, um, you know, so he has no idea because why he doesn't create policies. I don't create policies. So I wouldn't know, <laughs> but see, that's the thing. We in theory are policymakers. Mm-hmm. That's what we do. We create policies. And, um, you know, and I try to do it based on 
not just studies from people I, I believe are credible, but also from life experiences and from watching others. And now I'm going to start using the Bible, you know, to, to help make solutions. Mm-hmm. Because actually I should have probably started with the Bible from the beginning, but you no, know, because you know, the solutions are so easy. No, I mean, guess it's not easy because a lot of people can't think of it on their own. But you know what I mean? But in theory, it's amazing how people didn't see a lot of these solutions. I mean, some are pretty obvious, but others are not. You know, like the whole multi-level marketing thing. That's not a... Uh... But then again, see, that history was kept away from us because that's exactly what What's-Her-Face did. Uh, the black lady. Their very first self-made millionaire, Madam C.J. Walker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She used um, she used um, multi-level marketing, but at the same time, she got it from her faith, <laughs> from, you know, because she was a hardcore Christian woman, and uh, she understood mar- multi-level marketing from being a Christian because that's how you giving the gospel to people, which is what Jesus told us to do, is the beginning of multi-level marketing because it's spreading the good news. Yeah, to people. exactly. That that's the whole principle of. What's that word? Evangelicalism? Evangelism. Yeah. Evangelism. Yeah, that's what it is. So, you know, and, and the only problem with that is that people turn it into a scam by making people pay for it. Yeah, and that's wrong. Yeah. Hey, so I got a question. This is like totally random, but how did they get into the hotels? All of those Bibles. You know what I mean? Like every hotel has one of those Bibles. And now they got one of those Book of Mormons. I'm like, (laughs) that's so weird. Because, you know, we go to uh, the counselor now, you know, because she's, you know, trial here, trial there. We got to go travel a lot. And, like, I've been noticing that they have the Book of Mormon Bible in there. And I'm thinking, I wonder why. You know, it's like, is it the Mormons that are doing this or who does this? (laughs) (laughs) Like who puts these Bibles in all of these hotel rooms? It's free. It doesn't cost anything. I don't know if you could take the Bible with you, but Mm -hmm. it's always a curious thing to me. Yeah. But anyway, so going back to this thing about the Joker, but that's really why people love Joker. And I hope this movie does extremely well because we haven't seen it yet, but I'm thinking we might see it tonight since it's cheap. Yeah, try it out. I haven't seen it. I should go see it. Yeah. But anyway, but but the thing is, it's when you really break down that character Joker, it's because he is an anarchist and everybody wants to be sovereign. Mm-hmm. And it's just, and that's just, and when I look at it now from my perspective, see, because like, why did I like Anne Rand so much? Because she was like totally about sovereignty. Be sovereign, be sovereign, blah, 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 blah. And, um, but her philosophies were always flawed because she didn't have Christ. But now, when you really think about it, every sovereign person, all of these people who are looking for, looking to Joker, looking to, to Batman, all these comic book heroes, but especially those two, Mm-hmm. You know, Batman and, and Joker or Bane or, you know, Rajal Ghul from the League of Shadows. All of these people, they look to them because they do not know Christ. Mm. They don't. They're screaming for it. Every sovereign person needs a moral compass. They do. Because if you don't understand how to use your sovereignty, 
you're going to just be a victim. Whether it's a mob boss, like, um, like in the Batman movies, you know, like Bane, he was, you know, he was a terrorist. Like that's why terrorism groups work. Oh, incels, this incels that. Yeah. Look, everybody has a hard time being alone. They struggle with that. What do I do when I'm all alone? Well, I'm going to masturbate. No, dude, come on, do something else. Right. You know, there's so many other things out there, but people don't realize that. They don't know what to do when they're alone. And when you're sovereign, you are alone. So what do you do? You have to enjoy what's out there. You have to force yourself to understand what else is outside of your four walls or your internet or your iPhone. You have to go out there. You have to see life. Mm-hmm. Go talk to your neighbor. Go talk to other people and figure out things. What is best for yourself and then what's best for your neighbors? There's a lot of things you can do. That's when you start trying to make money. Mm-hmm. Because sovereign people should always be driven for better economics, for better family, for better whatever it is. They should always try to improve, but they don't because they don't understand what it is to be sovereign. And then when they see a sovereign person like Joker, oh my God, that's what I want to do. I want to be sovereign and just blow things up and end corruption and get rid of all of these mobsters and, and, and get rid of all of these oppressive, you know, jails and judges who don't understand me. And I didn't get this and I didn't get, th-. you know what I mean? How did Joker get there? How did Joker get to be sovereign or be so powerful? He figured it out. Mm-hmm. He understood, I don't know what he did, but because there's so many different origin stories to Joker, but it's the same thing with Batman. How did Batman get where he was at? You know, obviously we all know his story about being an orphan and all this other stuff, but he did a lot of soul searching. He did a lot of, you know, uh, uh, things that worked for him. You know, whether it's, you know, Batman 12 step, <laughs> you know, it doesn't matter, but he figured it out himself. And they never show that in these movies. They never show how they become powerful. And they become powerful not just because they're sovereign. It's because they accomplished a lot while getting to where they need to be, as Maslow said, self-actualized. And that's the thing. How do these people do it? How do Christian people become self-actualized in, you know, in this society? How do we make policies? How do we become sovereign separate from the government where we can have our own electricity even when PG&E shuts it off? (laughs) Seriously, I would have been pissed off if my PG&E, you know, here I I spent $30,000 on uh, solar panels and guess what? My $30,000, I mean, think about it. What's your electrical bill? Probably like, $30, $40. $30, $40. Oh my God, that's nothing. Oh, I thought it was going to be like $100. Uh, Sometimes it is when I leave the air con on for too long. <laughs> yeah, no, well, check this out. So that's my point. So, like, one of the scams is that you're going to save like over 20 years, you're going to save like between $28,000 and $30,000. That's when you break it down, that's a 150 bucks, $15 savings. 
right. which is normal in California uh, because the PG and E is real expensive out here. Um, but yeah, man, if you're in, dude, oh my God, that's so cheap. 30 bucks. I'm speechless. But anyway, but that's my point. So if you're going to spend that kind of 30,000, your electricity bill is not that high. It doesn't make any sense to spend that kind of money on a solar panel when your electricity bill is not that high. Dude, your electricity bill is only 40 bucks. Wow. That's good. Sometimes but- over the summer, it was a hundred something because I left the air con on nonstop. Because if I didn't, my yeah, place would turn into an oven and it's facing the sun. So I, I would die. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. But that's good though. No, but see, but that's my point. Even at a hundred dollars. Because thirty thousand is about one hundred fifteen, you're still better off not buying solar panels. Well, that's what I'm saying. You know, I've been saying that it's just not a good return on your investment. You know, <laughs> no, you actually lose money. You lose a lot money. of money. It's a negative investment, especially what a scam. <laughs> no, but it is a scam. But that's my point. We don't know what to do with with our sovereign selves. We don't. We do not understand what it's like to be sovereign. So when we see a guy like Joker, who's sovereign, he's Joker is not controlled by the corrupt government. He is not controlled by the corrupt uh, gang bosses or gangs. He's all by himself doing his own thing. He's not controlled by Batman. He's not controlled by anybody. They love Joker because he is a sovereign person. Right. He's like a hero. (laughs) He is because everybody aspires to be sovereign. How do you do it? Not like Joker. But you do it like Batman? No, you don't do it like Batman either. They're both wrong in how they use their sovereignty. That's why they're always fighting. There's always going to be conflict between those two because, you know, one, they don't seem to do it forever. Yeah. Yeah. And and it's kind of like that. But anyway, so it's when you really look at the two characters, they are both wrong and how they handle their sovereignty. And, uh, you know, is there ever going to be uh, a Christian version of it? Well, kind of. There's that comic book, Lucifer, and it gets mm-hmm. into, like, you know, Lucifer the Devil. The, the, it's real interesting. It's an interesting comic book um, because it, it talks about can Lucifer ever be redeemed? Like, can he ever be good? Like, can he go back? And I think that's his quest. Like, he wants to go. But then he's still angry with God because that's his dad, you know, or something or his creator or whatever. You know, whatever. So he's angry, you know, because for whatever reasons, he's whatever. It's an interesting comic book. But because he leaves hell. Like he, but I don't know if that's even true. No, that's not even true because we do have to wrap this up in a second. The last thing I'll say about Lucifer, the devil, he's not in hell he's on this planet he's never been there he Mm. hasn't gone there yet you know so that's one thing that people need to understand is like the devil's not in hell he's on this planet he's not yeah that's in the comic book he was in hell he left hell to come here and then but but the funny thing is lucifer is gonna be now he's they're gonna do a um because you brought that up earlier, how they don't have. I was like, well, technically, Lucifer might be on the on the Flash, Green Arrow, uh, Crisis of Infinite Earth. Cross. Oh, okay. So they have like Superman, and they have all of these things, and Lucifer might be on it. So I'm curious to see if they make Lucifer more powerful than Superman. 
Awesome, awesome. No, I don't know. I, that's the thing. Like, I don't know, but that's the thing. Because, like, you know, they said, like, he was on the set. And I was like, huh, interesting. Maybe uh, Lucifer. Like, yeah. But we'll see. We got to wrap this up, though, man. Yeah. Any quick final thoughts before? Uh, no, no, no final thoughts. Awesome, uh, bro. Well, show, different. I got to run. Good show. Yeah, good talking, you guys. Be sure to leave us a review if you haven't done so already. And we will see you all in the next episode. Take care.